Welcome to another episode of Average Reviews, where we review things averagely. I'm Tabitha. And I'm Chris. And we hope that you enjoy this episode. Hello. Hello. Hurrah. Is it working? (coughs) Yes, it is. Nice. So... Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Yeah, it's been quite a while. It has been quite a while. And we have quite a lot of things to cover. And I can't remember any of them apart from the last thing we watched. I nearly forgot that we watched the last thing that we watched, so, you know. Because it's god-awful. So bad. come on to that. Okay. Okay. So, we shall start with... The Retaliators, then. So, this is... um, Yeah. This is the one that I remember the least about. So, this was, like, an indie, low-budget horror film that the cinema was showing. And it's basically about, like... This This one had to pay for, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember anything about this. It has five-finger death punching. um, And there's this guy who kills this girl... And then the girl's dad is a pastor, but now he's going around trying to get revenge and he finds a guy that kidnaps people and tortures them. <laughs> that just sounds crap and it does not remind me of any of it. Well, the, the there's the girl with her hands zip-dyed to the steering wheel. You've said that to me many times and it still means nothing. They're kept in cages. It still means nothing. I literally cannot remember a thing about this film. Well, it has Michael Lombardi, Mark Menkhaka, I don't know, Joseph Gatt, Kelly, no, Katie Kelly, Abby Hafer, and just it, other people. It was bad. It left zero impression on me. Evidently. I genuinely, genuinely cannot remember a single scene from the film. It was just straight up bad. Like I don't even know what I thought of it as I came out. I'll have to rely on you to say what I said. I think you thought it was okay for a bad horror, but bad for a good horror. I'll go with that then. It just, it really, it wasn't, it didn't seem to make much sense, to be perfectly honest. So, yeah, I don't think we need to dwell on that one too much, to be fair, because no one's going to watch it. it. What? We killed it. We absolutely smashed that review. Yes, we did. What are you going to give it? I can't give it anything other than a five. Because it's not left an impression that it's bad. It's not left an impression that it's good. So it's getting stuck right in the middle. I'm going to give it like a four. I've seen worse films, but I've seen better films. Cool. One so, yeah. Woo! Three and a half minutes in. Oops. I'm knocking <laughs> over. Doing well. So well. Okay. Next, we will talk about see how they run so this can you remember this one no i thought you were going to go on to the other one the invitation i think we've already covered that have we i feel like we have oh okay just in case we haven't it's a vampire film tab didn't realize it was vampire film until there was about (laughs) 10 minutes left i enjoyed it it was really good Not really good, but it was enjoyable. I didn't realise it was a vampire film until vampires were there. (laughs) No, not the vampires were there. The vampires were there the whole film, more or less. Not until their teeth came out and they started biting people like a vampire. Yeah. (laughs) My God. (laughs) Anyway, you said we've covered it, so we'll gloss over. I don't think we had, but... 
Oh well. Okay. See how they hang run. On, hang on, hang on. Uh, People who listen to this, which I know is Tab's friends, if we haven't effectively. Cool. If we haven't covered the invitation And Anton. Let... What? And Anton, Luke's brother. Hello, Anton. If we haven't covered the invitation, let Tab know we'll cover it next time. Yes. There we go. That's how you solve it. Right. See how they run. Which one's this? So this film had Saoirse Ronan. Uh, okay. All the main cast are like... Ah! Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Um, Harris Dickinson. Um, trying to find... Um, Adrian Brody. Ruth Wilson. Other people. And basically, it was about, like, Agatha Christie. So, an Agatha Christie novel had been turned into a play, and the director... (laughs) What? You realise that it's not an Agatha Christie play had been turned into a play. The Mousetrap was the longest running, or probably still is the longest running play on Broadway. It's a legit thing. Was it not an Agatha Christie novel? Yeah, but it's just the so way you, you said it. It's as if it was fictional. <laughs> it's a legit thing. It's, this has very much got one foot very lightly in reality. And the director gets murdered. And it's up to Sam Rockwell, who plays uh, like an inspector and... Saoirse Ronan, who plays a constable in training, to solve... Oh my lord. To solve the murder. And it was so good. I loved it. It gave, like... It kind of gave Wes Anderson vibes. It was very stylistic. It was very smart about itself as well. At times, almost too smart, if you ask me. Well, I mean, I didn't, so... (laughs) Well, I'm telling you anyway. But no, I enjoyed it as well. There were a few actual proper laugh moments in it. It was just a very cute piece of cinema, if you ask me. It's like, it leaves you with a fuzzy, warm feeling. Yeah. It does. No, but... It did. It's one of those where you just come out of it and you just feel like you've just gained a little something, this like little warm feeling inside you because it was just happy and enjoyable to watch and the performances were just out of this park. They were very good performances. It was not happy. People were getting murdered left, right, centre. Yeah, well. Kids were getting abused. And... I'm not saying the um, story. You say and? Yeah. Kids were getting abused and, uh, yeah, well. Yeah. Bodes well for I'm, Alfie. I'm, I know. I'm not saying that the story was like a happy story, but I mean, the way it, the, the way the film was done leaves you with this happy feeling. You just come out of it and it's just like, yeah. Okay. Well, you're a bit weird. Yes. But no, it was a very good film. I would definitely recommend people watch it. Cause like, I'd agree. I have a I have a thing for like stylized directors like that, like Wes Anderson. I always go back to Wes Anderson. I love Wes Anderson films so much. How many have you seen? Four. Oh, okay. Double what I thought you'd seen. Ha. Um Ha. Yes, ha. So, no, it's so good. It's very good. It has a very good plot line. Um, it's f- it's funny. It is funny. And it kind of, like, tells you what's going to happen. But then you're, like, second-guessing yourself. And it's just a really good, like, detective film that's not... You don't have to detect anything. It's way. like a 
death on the Nile sort of thing, like uh, almost a classic Agatha Christie Poirot story sort of thing, the way that's done. But it's got its very own spin on it. And yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Me too. I want to rewatch it. I will be at some point. I as soon would as give it that. becomes available. I would give that a solid 8.75. 8.25. Oh, excuse very, me. Very good. Okay, next. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Shut up. Okay, next. Bodies, bodies, bodies. So this is basically about a bunch of young adults who go to a house at a storm. No, they go. <laughs> they go to a house for a storm, and then the storm happens, and someone dies, and they all freak out trying to figure out who's the murderer. And then slowly, everybody gets picked off by one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. And um so this stars Amanda Stenberg. I feel like that's not the right way to pronounce it. Hey. Amandla. 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 Yeah. Okay. That that is I'm literally reading it. That is her name. Okay. Maria Bakalova, Rachel Sennett, Chase Sue Wonders, Pete Davidson, Mayala Herald, Lee Pace, and Connor O'Malley. And by the looks of it, they are the only people in it. Well, it's not many if you think about it. It's all set in that house. That's very true. So what did tippy, you think? Tippy, tap, tap. Shut up. I went into this thinking I was going to absolutely despise it. And Same, I came out really pleasantly surprised. Same. It's just everything about it was enjoyable, if you ask me. The characters were arseholes, but in the best possible way. And they the, knew they were. Yeah. The story was bullshit in the best possible way. The mm. twist was just brilliant. Phenomenal. It was a, it really was. It was a fantastic twist, and it just turns everything on its head. And yeah, I enjoyed it start to finish, and I never thought I would say that. No, I really enjoyed it as well. But I agree with you. Thanks. Hell has um, freezen, frozen over. Shut up. My God. Anyway, as I was saying before you really interrupted. Um, you said one thing and then stopped. There's no flow to your conversation. And I, I meant to know that. And maybe you could have heard it. No, it wasn't an interruption. There was a break. I filled it. Okay. I thought oh, I thought it was really good. I the characters were good. The acting was really really good. <coughs> I think a lot of them were probably playing themselves just turned up a bit though. Yeah, like Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah. I hate Pete Davidson and that's why I liked him in this movie. Because he's just a mega douche and knows it. Yeah. But then everything I've seen of Pete Davidson in TV, like that I've seen him in and stuff, that's exactly the character he plays. A mega douche who knows it. So I think that is who he is anyway. I would agree with you on that. But no, it was very good. It was very funny and it was very charming. Not as charming as see how they run. That's a very good word for that. That is true. Yeah. It's not a good word for this. No, but I can't think of the word to use. Okay. But it good like. Air there. 
I was trying to think, but I couldn't think. <laughs> it's been a long day, okay? Oh, that's why I gave you the option not to do it. And you're like, no, I need to do it. I'm having a breakdown. No, because this has been like my shortest day of the week so far. My weeks are getting exhausting nowadays. So don't expect another podcast anytime soon. Pretty much. Saying I mean, that, pretty soon we won't be going to the cinema together, so... We can still watch things, though. They'll yeah, just we just have to try and... Yeah, we'll just have to try and plan it so that we're both watching at least a couple of things together. Well, not together, but the same things. Yeah. I mean, you'll be up half the night with Effie anyway, so you'll have plenty of time. Oh, no, that is you. You're the awkward one. I may just take this on and do it myself. Oh, like yeah. you do that. Yeah, I'll just drag Beth in. She'll be Beth my co-host. No. She would. The only reason she doesn't do it is because you judge her. That is not true. <laughs> Stop it's... slandering me. It's not. And if she heard me say that, she'd slap me as well. <laughs> I'm sure she would. Rightfully so. <laughs> anyway, Speaking what of, you if any of Tab's in? friends would like to come on as a special guest spot, feel free to let Tab know. Always good to have an extra voice. Fill all Very the dead true. air that we have. Very true. More people to abuse Tab, the better. No, more people to abuse you. They don't know me, they know you, and you're very abusable. Yeah, they don't know you, and yet you're still very abusable. <laughs> Little Daniel loves me, though. <laughs> sure he does. Yeah, he does. I mean, he kind of has to, bear in mind he still uses on Netflix. Yeah, cheapskate bastard. <laughs> Although that may end soon with all this new Netflix is going to stop password sharing and all that shit. They've been saying that for years. Yeah, I know, but they keep saying it more and more at the moment, so I think it is going to come in at some point. Liz Truss is no longer our Prime Minister. True. It's not where yeah. I thought this podcast would go. Well, yeah, I don't like her. I'm yeah, glad well, done. I was I reading like... something yesterday that was saying out of all the potential candidates within the party, Boris Johnson has the highest percentage. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> They'll not do that because they know that it'll be bad. They'll Is there anyone having... better? <laughs> no. But apparently they have to have a majority of 100. Well, majority is the wrong word, but they have to have 100 supporters to go up for premiership. Supposedly, out of all of the like voting that's been done in the background in the party, he has like thirty three percent of the vote. The next lowest person is whoever it was that lost to Liz Truss. He's got twenty five percent. Then the next highest after that is ten percent. They need so, to call for a general election. Yeah. Just be over and done with it. <laughs> exactly. Just wash your hands of it and say, "Yeah, we tried. We fucked up. Bye bye." Yeah, just let Labour come in now and try and fix the mess. And fuck it up even more, and then they can say, see, it wasn't just us. Yeah. But anyway, bodies, 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 I will give it eight, eight, eight. I will also... <coughs> I apologise. Okay, next. You Don't also worry. what? Give it an eight. Well, why didn't you say that? Because it was implied. It was obvious. Instead of going, I will also, <coughs> as if you were like clearing your throat to give this big speech or something. Then, anyway, Jesus Christ, don't worry, darling. I so this is a film about a like nineteen fifties utopian uh, place <laughs> set up by a guy who runs a company. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Research. And she the main character played by played by Florence Pugh kind of starts seeing things and then she uncovers the big mystery behind the utopian place. And it's bullshit. It has. Florence Pugh. I mean, in terms of who it has in, pretty much Florence Pugh is all you need to know, to be perfectly honest. But 
she smashes it out of the park in a mediocre film. Yeah. Anyway, Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Chris Pine, Olivia Wilde, Kiki Lane, Gemma Chan, Nick Kroll, Kate Berlant. Berlant. Oh, that's what she was in. That's why I recognised her face. Christ. I, don't, I can't believe seriously it's think me. you have ADHD. Okay. It's seriously taking me up until right now, looking at her IMDb picture to figure out who she is. Ah! Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I got an email. <laughs> and what? It scared you? I wasn't expecting it. It was Miss. It was the head of our sixth form emailing about something I've emailed about like five times. Fair enough. Christ. Yeah, I'm. I hope people actually turn up. Anyway, um. So yeah, as you're saying, mediocre film. The plot lines. Okay, it's not particularly unique. It's not really original. It has a nice, like, um, oh my, seriously. <laughs> you are horrible. <laughs> horrible. Do you want to tell the audience what you just did? I sent you an email. What did it say? Dumbass. Uh. That is all. Horrible. As I was saying before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> um there were bits of it that like stylistically and visually looked nice, but in terms of the plot it wasn't great. Costume was good. They did a very good job with costume, I thought. Yeah, set design was good. Mm. And Florence was too. good. If is it that one that I thought the sound was really good in? I don't know. Sure. Why not? One um, of the ones um, we went to watch had really good sound. It might be that one. Or it might be one of the horrors that we I watched. I think it was Smile. Maybe. Anyway, um, and Florence Pugh was just... Smashed it. Phenomenal. Harry Styles cannot Shit. act. Shit. Absolutely Very, awful. very bad. Like, worse than I was expecting. But Florence Pugh, she saved the film. Like no, she, even... she didn't save the film. She just made no, but... it watchable. But like Chris Pine, he was mediocre. Everyone else was mediocre at best. I love Florence all the memes Pugh. about Chris Pine during the press tour and everything of that compared to the Dungeons and Dragons film. What? There's loads of memes going around about um, Chris Pratt. Not Chris Pratt, Chris Pine. 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 That's what I said second time. Chris Pine. Pine. Doing the press tours for Don't Worry Darling and the Dungeons and Dragons films. And in all the shots of him from Don't Worry Darling, he just looks like he wants to kill himself. He really all the D- does. Yeah, and all the <laughs> D&D ones. He's just there, happy, smiling, a completely different person. It's fucking That's hilarious. Weird. But it, I'd imagine Don't Worry Darling probably dragged a lot of people down a hell of a lot from all the backstage shit. Yeah. Which I'll let you touch on shortly. Messy. If you want. Basically, but yeah, Olivia Wilde, let me just finish what I was saying, which yeah, I said I'll let yeah. you touch on in a minute. Olivia okay. Wilde basically gave herself too big a role as well. and Yeah, it was pointless. Fucked it all over because she's trying to make loads of parts of the film about her when she should have just been a little background character. I completely agree. Anyway, you can now give your little spiel about all the crap. Basically, there was drama between Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles and Jason Sudeikis. That is right, right? I'm not going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Olivia Wilde and Jason were um, a couple and then they weren't a couple and then people thought that She'd cheated on him with Harry Styles, but she hadn't. And it, it's still carrying on. There's still stuff about... There's something really? about a salad dressing now. I don't know. I've given up looking into it because it bores me now. Because it's been dragged on for too long. Shit. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. No, it wasn't that bad. It, just it wasn't, wasn't good. good. No. And the whole twist was fucking redundant. It was. 
just absolutely pointless and, and shit. it was really poorly played out as well like it it could have been okay but it just wasn't done in a way that was good and the ending itself is just laughable yeah 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 so what would yeah. you give it uh Five. I'm going to give it a six purely because we got like two hours of looking at Florence Pugh's face. Alright, don't be a pervert. I love Florence Pugh. So do I. She is incredible. But I would never admit that I just stare at her face for two hours. Well, that's because you have dignity. <laughs> well, do I? we're getting through these faster than i thought but that's because i can't remember any of them so my input is minimal and i'm just bad at this that is true okay next we shall go on to smile okay uh so Susie Bacon. Jessie Susie Bacon. Susie Bacon, yeah. Okay. She's Kevin Bacon's daughter. Okay. That's Did you just... not know that? Susie just sounds like a weird name. It is a weird name, that's why. Okay. But no, it I has... did not know it was her his kid. Yes, it's his kid. She's also in Thirteen Reasons Why. Never she watched plays it. Sky. Cool. Sosie Bacon, Jesse T. Usher. Huh? That it? Two people? No. Um. One sec. I'm just trying to confirm if I'm going crazy or not. Oh, I'm not. It is. He plays A-Train. <clears throat> did you not get that during the no, film? No, I did. I did. I was just confirming because I thought he had wow. a different name. But he doesn't have a different name. Kyle. No, he has his Gitto. name. Oops, I just clicked on something. Well. Huh? Oh. Huh? Okay. Welcome to the inner workings of Tab's mind. <laughs> oh, the sad thing is, it's true. <laughs> the sad thing is, they all know that already by now. I know. Anyway. Um. Oh, no. Okay, Kyle Gallner. Oh my God. Stupid. Th- oh, he's gone. Robin Weigert. Weigert. And other people. I don't know. Uh, Cal Penn. Yeah, other people. Um, basically, it's about. So there's this therapist, and this girl comes into her office and is like, I'm seeing smiling things, and it's scary, and then she kills him. <laughs> And then she kills herself, and then the main character starts seeing smiling things as well and thinks she's going to kill herself. Nailed it, Tab. Thank you. It's basically this curse that gets passed on and it makes you kill yourself. Yes. That's that's what it is, like... Yes. That's no, there's no two ways around it. No. And I thought it was good up until the last... 10 20 minutes yeah i'm fully on board with that like it was in fact it was quite good up until the last 10 unfortunately they didn't know how to end it and so they did it very badly yep and always Um, same with most films nowadays leave it open for a potential sequel (laughs) but it was just not good the end no, like the it, rest it, of it, it spoiled the film. Yeah, the rest of it. The plot line was good. The characters were good. Sozie's acting was really good. Like she played convincing, like someone who was like really distressed. She convincingly played someone who was really distressed. Um, I didn't really care about the the second boyfriend. What the second boyfriend 
I can't even remember him. The one that wasn't the one that she was engaged to. The one that wasn't A-Train. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't remember him. Exactly. He was a pointless character other than the fact he was in the police. So he could get her. Oh, that dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Other than that, he was utterly pointless. But then again, so was A-Train. Yeah, but the cop guy played his role well. He did, but he didn't have a good role. No, but he did play it well. Mm. He did. Yes and no. It was just a bit boring. Just, yes. That's not his fault. No. But yes. <laughs> right, moving on. Is that it? I don't know. No. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. It was a really good horror film up until the last twenty minutes spoiled it. I don't know I'm what else say, needs to be said. If you're trying to do a psychological horror, don't then have a weird giant skeleton flesh thing. That's fair. It was not good. Why did it eat her? No, it didn't eat her. It. She ate it. I don't know. It forced her to eat itself. Pretty much. Well, that's how he got into her. That's the whole... Yeah. And I know it was, like, hinted at before. It's trying to get inside me. It's trying to... uh, Stupid. But, yeah, either this one or Don't Worry Darling had really good sound, and I can't remember which. So I'm going to give it It might have been Don't Worry Darling, actually. I'm going to give it an extra half point just in case it was this one. Okay, what's your rating then? Six and a half. Um, I'm going to give it a seven. The ending just completely spoiled the film. It did, but you can like watch it and then not watch the ending. So Make up your own, it'll be better. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Next, on to the film that we foreshadowed at the beginning, Halloween Ends. Woo! Don't do that. Why? Because it's not worthy. Oh, it really is. It was so bad. It's how to ruin a horror franchise in two short hours. It's already ruined, Father. Don't be... Don't give it that much power. No, 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 no. Up until this last film, there was still a little bit of the mystique, the whole thing. But this film just destroys everything about Michael Myers. So basically, this film is the end of Laurie Strode and Michael Myers' thing. Um... There's a random new dude who gets involved and he he gets, like, breathed on by Michael Myers and then Michael Myers sees into his past or some rubbish like that. And then he's suddenly Michael Myers, but not Michael Myers. And then he goes and, like, kills people, but he's also, like, in a relationship with Laurie's granddaughter. And Laurie's granddaughter starts going a bit crazy and then... Laurie, like, has to solve that. You know? Yeah. Because I watched it. I think I summed that up pretty well. More or less. There is... I know you're going to dispute me on this. It's because it's stupid. It makes no sense. You can say that about any film. No. There is a good film hidden in this. No, there is not. If you strip away all the Michael Myers bits and flesh out that story more, that would have been a much better slasher film. It would have been a really, really good slasher film. The story you're describing was not actually the story that was presented in the thing. You're creating that story. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Nothing in the film was about him being bullied and that turning him into a killer. The reason he turned into a killer was because Michael Myers did some magic on him. That was the reason. Because he was susceptible, because he'd been bullied. No! 
That makes no sense. It does. No, you're trying to see something good in a film that has nothing redeemable about it. I'm not trying to see something good in it at all. I'm saying there is something good that if they'd have gone a completely different way and dropped all the Michael Myers bits, they could have made a really good slasher film. But the bare bones of it isn't even there. You're creating them. It's open to interpretation. No! It really is. No! It really is. Oh my God. You watch it again, watch it from that perspective, no. and you'll see what I mean. If you can disregard all the Michael Myers bits, I'm not watching it again. That's the thing I you're would, struggling with. You can't I would disregard rather the Michael have a Myers bits. Through my intestines. Well, we can arrange that too. I'm sure we can. Oh, um, one sec. Sorry. It stars Jamie Lee Curtis, Andy Matichak, James Jude Courtney, R- Rowan. R- Rowan. <laughs> 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 it's got a H in it It threw me off Jesus Rowan Campbell Other people that don't really matter very much Yeah cool. So It's cool. an awful Awful film And it don't completely it. destroys a franchise Literally don't watch it It completely destroys the whole mystique Around Michael Myers this guy who we've been saying gets bullied somehow manages, despite the fact he's just like had the shit kicked out of him, to overpower Michael Myers to steal his mask. And it's like such a bad just... bit. Like it's not even entertaining to watch. He just like taps him on the shoulder kind of thing and steals his mask and manages to run away. It's stupid. The whole premise of that film is just. It. it really is. Uh, it's, there's no other word for it other than a huge shitbag disappointment of a film. That's words. not one word, but yeah. No, that's why I just said words. Yeah, well, you beat me to it. I was going to try and keep it to one word, but then I realised it needed more qualifiers for how bad it was. Okay, what are you rating it? Two. Yeah, three. I'll give it a three. I I I don't have anything redeemable about it, other than it's the end. And if someone else I. comes along to reboot it, hopefully it's fucking better. We should do it. No, <laughs> go for it. I'd be boring as anything. Horror movies nowadays—they they're not very original. That is true. You still need... Oh, well, hopefully you'll get to watch The Thing. Yeah. Whether or not we can or not, that's another matter. If Beth wants to give birth, then she can give birth on that day after we've seen the film. Which will not be that day then, will it? Why? Because the film's at like half seven. It's a two-hour film. Yeah, there's still time. 10 o'clock, then if she decides to give birth on that day, there's no way she's going to give birth in two hours start to finish. People do it. Yeah, well, ain't going to happen. Okay, next we're going to talk about She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Okay. I'm not prepared for this, but okay. What What do you need to prepare? When are you ever prepared for anything? <laughs> this is me at my best. No. <laughs> okay, so this has. Oh, I did not know that was her name. That's a what cute Tatiana. Name. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the credits every single fucking time. Well, I don't read them clearly. Did you watch any of the credits to get the bits at the end of the credits? Yeah, I just skipped through them. Okay. Did you sit there and watch the whole credits? I do other stuff while it's on. Oh I don't God. sit and read the credits. Sure you don't. I don't. It's just her name always comes up right at the end, the first thing. So it's like, okay. Okay, it has. Tatiana Maslony. Ginger Gonzig. Ah, sorry. <laughs> Gonziger. <laughs> 
Malia Araya as the onset She-Hulk reference. Jamila Jamil. Renee Elise Goldsberry. I like her. Um, I don't know who that is. She plays Angelica in Hamilton. Angelica, Eliza, and Peggy. Skylar, sister. Sorry. Who I love she Hamilton. she in this, then? She um, the other uh, lawyer? Yeah. Okay. Work. Daddy said to be home. That's going to be stuck in my head now. I hate you for that. That is nothing to do with me. Everything to do with you. Only because I somehow fucking brought you into this world. Somehow. Yeah, I still don't claim anything. Okay. DNA tests. Great. Um, I have mixed feelings about this show. I loved it. I enjoyed bits of it and despised other bits of it. I loved it. I think the entirety of Jamila Jamil's character was absolutely pointless. I'll agree with that. I hated her in it. But that's and I because loved Jam- you love Jamila Jamil. I love Jamila. Objectively, the whole character is stupid. No, I agree. I love Jamila Jamil, and I'm really sad to see her wasted in this way. <clears throat> the whole thing with Pug, he was pointless. I hated his character. Okay. So much. Like, genuinely hated his character. Okay. Um, other than that, I was okay. I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. It was cheesy as fuck and enjoyable. I really liked Jen Walters. Um, I really liked the breaking the fourth wall. I thought that was a really, like, they did that in a really good way. Yeah. I liked the general plotline of it. I like Charlie Cox. I did like Charlie Cox in it. Best Daredevil I've seen. I've only seen two, though. Okay. But he plays it really well. Yeah. And he did a good job in this. He he was funny. Yeah. Well, Jen was funny. I was trying to say especially, but it just came out as... I liked the abomination in it. Yeah, well, I don't think you can go wrong with Tim Roth, to be honest. What else has he been in? Uh, I haven't had DB. Reservoir, not Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction. I haven't seen all of Pulp Fiction. Lie to me. Hateful Eight. He was in Reservoir Dogs, in fact, as well, yeah. He was in Shang-Chi. As Abomination, uncredited. Yeah, because um, he's in the Fight Club with Wong, isn't he? Oh, I, oh my God! That makes sense. I understand now. Did you not get that? No, I did not. My God. I was a bit confused as to why Wong was just there. But I was just going to like leave it and let it happen. I even fucking explained it. No, I understood why. It's just I didn't connect that. Wow. To be fair, I don't remember much of Shang-Chi. Like, I really don't. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, what would you rate the show? Um, 7.75. I'm going to give it an 8. I'm giving it a 7. Okay. 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 I have two. I have two things that I want to talk about. I have nothing. Okay, that's good. I've I've watched a lot of things over the past few, however long it's been, but there are only two things that I actually want to talk about. Because, like, this is Tabitha's corner of recommendations. Sponsored by Bad Drone Stuff. Want something drawn badly? Look out at Bad Drone Stuff. Now on Etsy. Woo. 
If you have requests, send them in. We Somehow. will draw it badly. Commissions badly. at badronstuff.com. And if you want one of us particular to do it, that doesn't make sense. If you want one of us specifically to do it, then specify that. Get tab drawing shit. My drawing is exceptionally bad. Did you know that your papa's potentially on Instagram? What? I've just got a thing saying, follow Michael Bruti, blah, 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 and others you may know. That's weird. I know. Anyway, carry on. Probably so he can follow some of Alex's things. <laughs> anyway, it's called The Midnight Club. Basically, they're a bunch of terminally ill kids in a house and they can see things. And every night they get together at midnight to tell scary stories. So, it stars Iman Benson, Igby Rigney. Wow. Igby Rigby. Igby Rigney. Igby Rigney. What a name. Ruth Codd. I love Ruth Codd. Anara Simone. William Chris Sumter. Adia. Adia? I don't know. I don't know. Um, not clearly. Are you. Alright, we don't need to know everyone. Crack on. Uh, okay. No, okay. Um, <laughs> you sounded him. so disappointed. <laughs> um, um, it was very, very good. Um, I liked the characters a lot. Um, um, uh, Jesus Christ, Tab. <laughs> it did feel a bit disjointed because, like, it. I had kind of two plot lines that didn't necessarily go very well together. I think they did the scary stories aspect of it very, very, very well. I don't think they did the cult aspect of it that well. It was just a bit weird. I didn't like the main character very much. She annoyed the living daylights out of me. But it was a good show. I'd give it a 7.75. I like Kevin in it. Your dog. No. Oh, no, what did I just do? <gasps> no. Oh, it's gone. Oh, well. Dumbass. And then, last thing I want to talk about is something called Beasts of the Southern Wild. So. <laughs> what the is... hell happened there? <clears throat> I was getting up. So. <laughs> is that what it sounded like? It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I breathed in as I got up. And, and tried to so. speak at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Belen. So basically, there's this young kid who lives in a place, and um, her dad's dying, and the place that she lives gets flooded, and so she has to like try and survive, and she, um. She eventually ends up getting taken by American people. She's an American, but like American um, officials to like an asylum hospital house thing. And then they break out because they don't like it there. And then she goes and finds um, some prostitutes, one of which might be her mum. Um, and then she goes back home and it made me cry. Okay, summed it up perfectly, I think. It's an incredible film. You would never guess it from that <laughs> description. And I watched it with Luke um, and Olive, and it has the... Oh, it was nominated for four Oscars, one of which was The Girl, and she was the youngest Oscar nominee ever. She wow. was nine, nine years old. And she was genuinely, I don't think she will. She was genuinely that good. So it had Dwight Henry, Levy Easterly, Lowell Landers. It really only matters about the main girl, and I can't pronounce her name, so just bear with me a second. 
Quavenzane Wallace. Okay. Yeah, Quavenzane. I feel like that's right. Okay. I know. It's very, very good. You should definitely, definitely watch it. At some point. You and a collective view of everybody listening. Maybe. You should watch it. Okay. Okay, that's it. That's it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Oh, is that it? We we actually don't... No, yeah, that's genuinely it. I don't have anything else to say. Nice. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, We'll be back when we're back. Um... (laughs) genuinely don't know when that's going to be because I am Um, expecting another child within weeks. I think they're aware of that. Don't say that, Father. She's at term now. It literally could be any point from now onwards. That's just scary. I know. So, yeah, we'll try and get one at some point. Obviously, like I said, the films like Cinema Going will be dropping off as well. Um, so I don't know we'll see you when we see you we will see you when we see you so signing off peace out thank you very much and don't forget to butter your peanuts this might be our last ever episode and that's how you decide to end it that's what I wanted the last thing to be yes (laughs) right goodbye peace out bye 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 Thank you for listening to another episode of Average Reviews. We're always on the lookout for feedback or requests, so if you do have anything, please contact us. Email is requests at averagereviews.co.uk. As the name suggests, any requests you've got, but we also take any other kinds of feedback. Um, We've got a website, www.averagereviews.co.uk, which doesn't get updated very often to be honest but we will be trying to get that up to date more often easiest way to reach us would probably be on twitter which is Review podcast there is a handle of average reviews that we would like if you're the owner please get in touch otherwise we will stay as Review podcast thank you very much for listening have a good life <laughs>